is that backpacker vibe versus the more, as we said, eat, pray, love, fruit, fruit. Stop saying eat, pray, artistic, love. Stop saying that. Artistic. And it's fruit, fruit. This is the final goal, The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 336. Thailand is home to both the world's smallest mammal, the bumblebee bat, which is just over an inch big, and the world's largest fish, the whale shark. It also has some pretty sweet beaches. Southeast Asia holds a very, very special place in Heather and I's hearts, not just because it's an amazing place and we've spent a lot of time there, but also because it was the very first place that we ever went backpacking. And before I ever went backpacking, I had this romantic notion in my head of what it meant to be a backpacker and what it meant to take a backpacking trip. And I can safely say that seven years later, after that first backpacking trip, that romantic notion is still alive. I've taken many, many trips, and to this day, I still have such an affinity for the idea of backpacking, of throwing your stuff in a backpack, going out and exploring the world. And no matter where I backpack to now, the one constant is that I'm always bringing my Tortuga backpack with me. So if you want to get out there, if you've never backpacked before and you have this idea of of what a trip is like, or you've backpacked all around the world and you're looking for the best travel backpack out there, I urge you, check out TortugaBackpacks.com. Don't forget, you can use our special promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, and that'll get you 10% off your entire order. One of the things that I didn't have with me on that first backpacking trip, and that's because it didn't exist yet, but I'm so happy that it does now because it has become a staple of not just my travel wardrobe, but actually my wardrobe in life in general. And that is my clothing from Bluffworks. I have five pairs of their chinos, one in every single color that they make. And it is the only pants that I now wear. They are wrinkle-free. They are super comfortable. They've got a ton of stretch in them. So if you're looking for the best travel pants, and they also have a blazer and they have a shirt, you could check out bluffworks.com. And we're making it simple for you guys. We also have a promo code for them. So you can use the code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, and you'll get 10% off anything that is not on sale already. So you can check that out, bluffworks.com, use the promo code EPOP, and that'll get you 10% off any non-sale item. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is the glam to my frivolity, my wife and constant travel companion, Heather. Yes, I definitely have 
different taste than Trav. You're a little bit more minimal. I'm a little bit more maximal. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say max. Is maximal even a word? It is now. Heather, <laughs> you just Heather's going to have a documentary called The Maximalist. Come on. How to have the most shoes and clothes of any human in the that world. That is not even close to That's being true. true. We have a Thai friend, which goes right into this episode, who has <laughs> a whole upstairs of her house full of... Uh, it's like a bedroom that's a walk-in closet full of shoes. Yeah, uh, that would be my dream come true. Well, so you're a maximalist. <laughs> well, I don't have that yet. Well. <laughs> yet. Yet. You hear that? So we've got Heather here, the maximalist. We've got Trav, the minimalist. And today, we're going to be doing our second Throwdown Showdown episode in this series. So if you missed last week, we did a debate between Portland, Oregon versus Vancouver, British Columbia. We each took a side. We stumped for which one we thought was going to be better. And today is the second part of that series. And today, Hath, we are talking Thailand versus Bali. An age-old debate and two very amazing places. But we have to pick a side and we want you, the listeners, to pick a side as well. And... To be fair, I just want to say that I know Thailand is a country and Bali is an island part of Indonesia. We haven't been to other places in Indonesia. So we're just going to be talking about the island of Bali. And Thailand is a whole country. So you get to have a little more. Oh, you're giving me Thailand? So you get to pick. Remember. Oh, no. 100%. Obviously, I'm choosing Bali. All I right. Mean... So you're the Bali girl. I'm the Thailand boy yeah, during think... this debate. Yes, for sure. And I, I am with you. We could call it Thailand versus Indonesia. But... It would be unfair to the rest of Indonesia because we know nothing about it. Um, and I, we do get this question a lot. You know, Thailand is a country, as you mentioned, but usually, but it's a pretty accessible country. We'll get into all that. Usually people say to us, like, should I go to Thailand or should I go to Bali? Yes, Bali and is by far the most popular island. It's where a lot of tourists go. And, you know, it's it's a pretty big island. Whereas in Thailand, you have, you know, the mainland, and then you have lots of islands. A lot of and little islands. They're much smaller, right? So we're taking Thailand as a whole, and we've been throughout a lot of Thailand. And I'll be I'll be siding with the Thai side here. So I'm going to be. I mean, it's your number one favorite country, right? So well, Thailand, Republic of Georgia, you know, yeah. I love them both. You're going to be with Bali, and if you guys are looking to dive a little deeper into more information and this is a debate episode but if you want to find more information we've done an episode on bali and on thailand now they're not destination diaries and we haven't been back to either of these places in three years so things have changed a little bit we don't feel like we know exactly enough to do a destination diary on them right now but we do have two podcasts talking about the affordability of each place called is bali really that cheap and is thailand really that cheap? right so you can find that is bali really that cheap episode 125 is thailand really that cheap episode 113 and that dives into the the real nuts and bolts of the affordability exactly how how much we paid while we were there, how much meals are, accommodations, all that kind of stuff. So much more specifics. For today's episode, we're just gonna we're just gonna throw down. Yeah, we're gonna throw and down. And we're gonna give you this overview of why we prefer one to another. Now, again, with a caveat that whether you go to either one, you're probably not gonna be disappointed. And we felt that way about Portland versus Vancouver as well. But the cool part about this is we are picking a side because we know there's a lot of people out there who aren't able to go to both. And so they're going to make this exact decision, Thailand versus Bali. So let us know also as you go through this, which you prefer if you've been to either of these or both of these, or if you haven't, 
which side you're falling on after this podcast. You can tweet us at Heather Sherry, at Pack of Peanuts. You can find us on Instagram as well. Let us know, Thailand or Bali? And Heth, I'm going to let you start it off. What about Bali is so amazing that you're like, it's, it's so great that it's even better than Thailand. There's so many things. Okay, let's go. But Throwdown showdown. Let me start with the fact that because it is an island, you are at the beach all the time. You're just accessible to the beach. Whereas in Thailand, you know, we love being in Chiang Mai and we love being at the ocean. Well, Chiang Mai is hours from the ocean. It's in the very northern part of Thailand. So you can take a bus, which is awful. We've done and I wouldn't recommend it. You can fly. Highly recommend. And very cheap on air. Very cheap. So you ha- it's it's a little bit of an effort to get, you know, from Chiang Mai at in the in the jungle area yeah, in northern in the, Thailand. Northern Thailand down to the the beaches. So I have to say that being in Bali, I mean you arrive at the airport and that whole area near the airport's a little bit congested, touristy, not the best, but you can easily get to Seminyak and the northern beaches very easily within 30 minutes to an hour drive. I mean, even I think maybe 15 to 20 minutes from the airport. So you can easily get to the coast. And then when you want to go into the jungle, when you go to Abud, Ubud, Abud, however you want to say, however you want to say, this it. is your show. Then you're there and you also just take a taxi. It's not even very much money and you are in the rice fields and in the interior of Bali. So I just think the accessibility to having both things like jungle and beach is right there. I like Thailand for the fact that it is a bit distinct. And again, we're comparing a country to an island, to one island. So it, it's going to be different when it comes to how far stuff is. But to me, the accessibility in Thailand, you mentioned you could take a bus. And so if we're sitting there and we're talking about someone who's a backpacker, you can easily take, I mean, we're talking, what, a 5 to $10 bus ride and go from northern Thailand all the way down to Bangkok or all the way down to the beaches. At 35 years old, almost 36, I'm not recommending that for myself. I'm hopping on an AirAsia flight for 30 40 bucks. So for me, the one thing I really do love about Thailand is even though it's a whole country and it has drastically different parts to it. So you're up in Chiang Mai, you're in... In the north, it's a different culture. It's it's cooler, so you can escape the heat because you're up well, there. Well, it's, it's a little bit cooler. It's well, a good still, 10 to 15 degrees cooler Fahrenheit. Well, and that's true. And we were there in October, We've been there November. October. We've been there February. We've been there but March. But in the winter months, I mean, it's never really winter there, but it does get cool at night. You're right, because I remember even wearing a jacket in the evenings. Yeah, and so it, it even though it's very distinct regions, I feel like because it's so accessible with Air Asia, or vice versa, if you want to do it really cheap, you can also do it in an in a bus or something like that. I don't mind the fact that it's further. If I'm in Chiang Mai and I want to get to the beach, I know I can hop on a flight because the airport's right there in Chiang Mai, fly down to another airport and and be on the beach within that day. It might not be as quick as in Bali. Um, but it is super accessible. I also, one of the big selling points for Thailand for me is that I prefer the beaches in Thailand to the beaches in Bali. I was actually a little less than impressed 
with the beaches in Bali. Now, we found some decent ones down right south of the airport. But the beaches, when you get up into the main area that a lot of people go for the beaches, Kuda, Seminyak, and that area, I didn't find them to be really that nice. I certainly preferred the beaches of Kolanta and and those islands on the west coast on the sea. of of Thailand more than I liked the beaches in Bali. Again, we've never gotten over to some the of those east, really some of those coast cool areas side. on the east coast of Bali. But to me, the beaches I've been to in Thailand, I thought were more stunning than the beaches in Bali. They can be more stunning. They can also be more crowded. I feel there's a lot of people going to those famous beaches in Thailand. And in Bali, because there's it's all surrounded by the water and you can go to different ones, they're all so unique. Like we went to the surfing beach and the sand was black, which is very cool. And then you can go to another beach and it's completely different. So I think that the variety of beaches, while they're not these beautiful, soft, sandy, really tropical looking. Which is what I want when I go to Southeast Asia. Right. But they're still really unique and beautiful and the water's warm and there is good surfing there. Whereas I don't, I mean, if you like surfing, we don't surf because we don't really know how. We've only done it once. But if you like surfing, people go to Bali for surfing, whereas Thailand doesn't really have that type of beach yeah, because their waves are non-existent, really. Right, I would I would agree with that. I also like Thailand more because I like the food more. Now, I have had some very, very, very good food, and it's mentioned in the "Is Bali That Cheap?" podcast in Bali. But as a whole, I like Thai food just a touch better. I feel. I mean, obviously, I like khao soy, which is my favorite dish of all time. That's the northern curry dish that you can only really get up in Chiang Mai and northern Thailand. Um, you could, you know, you can't really find it in the rest of Thailand. I like that more than anything I've ever had in Indonesia, and I just find there to be a little more flair with Thai food, and I also find it to be a little more accessible. And by that, I mean. It's just everywhere. Like you in Chiang Mai and and any beach, like there's just food constantly. If you want a certain type of thing, you can get it. And it's probably literally a stone's throw away. I will say that Thailand, I mean, Thai food is one of our favorite foods. We eat it all the time at home. I could eat curry and pad sayu and pad thai almost every day. I love it so much. So I will say that I do prefer Thai food over... Balinese food, Indonesian food. But the warungs, which are the little food stands that you can find all throughout Bali, are just fantastic. I mean, do I like it more than I like, you know, a red curry or a green curry? Probably not. But I do like that you can just kind of go up and you can pick a whole bunch of different things. And there's a lot of vegetarian options for people who are vegetarians. And there's really good fresh fish. Whereas I feel like in... in Thailand, I don't know. They do fish barbecues, but it's not as big of a thing as it is in Bali. There's always fresh fish at all of these little places. The best barbecue, the best beach barbecue I've ever had, and I'm really disappointed because I was actually kind of sick and barely ate much of it, but it was the best tasting barbecue 
but I'm not I'm ever not had Bali. was on the beach in Bali when we were um where were Jimbaran. we in Jimbaran? Yes, Jimbaran is known for their seafood barbecues. Oh my goodness, I'm just salivating thinking about it right now, wishing that we were in Bali right now so that we could eat that again. So fresh, so delicious, and then not to mention this whole other culture of hipster coffee shops and cafes where you can get your acai bowl and all of these, you know, Western style yoga pants wearing yeah. people. <laughs> you mean the eat, pray, love crowd. Yes. The eat, pray, love crowd, but you know, just also Australians and Americans and New Zealanders and all these Western people who go there and then stay there and then open these, cool cafes and and restaurants there's a lot of kind of western food more western food and more good western food in bali than there is in thailand in my opinion because you have this whole culture of really good australian coffee shops where you can get your flat white and all these really fancy i mean like some of the best coffee i've ever had in bali and not just one shop because chiang mai has one of my favorite shops akaama when we found that coffee shop when we were staying in Chiang Mai for a month, I went almost every day and right. it was amazing. But in Bali, you can go to 20 different coffee shops and they're all 20. so good. I think well, that's a I bit am, of an exaggeration. I'm exaggerating because when we were there, there were at least five to 10 and that was three years ago. So I'm assuming with the way the world is going, there's probably more like 20 or more. So it is interesting that both of these places are heavily touristed and certainly have changed a lot yes. over the last 20 years and have changed con constantly than over the last 10, 5. I mean, if we went back, it would look different than when we were there. And so to an outsider, the perspective, they, they seem somewhat the same with the vibe of, okay, well, this, these, there's a lot of tourists coming in and it's and, you know, so we're having more Western style stuff. It's not exactly always, you know, authentic, which is fine. I mean, there's certainly both these places have authentic places. But I think because we've spent enough time there, I do see a difference in the vibe. And so I to, in order to describe it, I would say that Bali is a little more frou-frou-y, a little more maximal. <laughs> a little more maximal, not as minimalist, but you do have the frou-frou-y a little bit. Frou-frou-y. The words that you're throwing out in this podcast are hilarious. They're a it's a little bit more, I guess I would say, upper crust kind of spiritual. Uh, you know, I use the term. I think this describes it well. The eat, pray, love crowd. And of, so of course, you certainly and Kuda have the Australian backpacker, you know, bachelor party scene. But... As a whole, Bali has a little bit, in my mind, a little more classier vibe. Whereas then you go to Thailand and you I can like still it. find the grittiness is what you're saying. I, yeah, I like it more because it is a little, it's still to me a little more backpackery, bohemian, and a little grittier. And again, because it's a whole country, there's certainly pockets that are that are more gritty than I even yes, want to get absolutely. into. But it seems a little more budget travel backpacker. Bali seems a little more upscale. I'm coming here to do yoga for three weeks on a yoga retreat and just drink my coffee. And so for me, I, I prefer... I don't, they probably are drinking tea, to be fair. That's true. Kombucha. I mean, who would drink... I, I don't mean, know. Yeah. But <laughs> who would... For me, I prefer that little bit more of a gritty 
backpacker vibe. And of course, you could still get five-star accommodations and all that in Thailand. And we talk about that in the Is Thailand Really a Cheap podcast. But the overall feel of me is a little more backpackery and Bali's a little more eh, like nose in the air type tour. I mean, I guess you are stereotyping, but I get what you're saying. It's not even the um, vibe is a little more sophisticated, I think. And it is a smaller island. So I mean, we're not talking about all of Indonesia here. I think that the people that flock to Bali, there's still plenty of backpackers. I mean, we backpacked there when we first went to Bali and we stayed in very budget friendly places and then we've gone and we've stayed in nicer places. So you can still find that vibe there, but I do understand what you're saying that it does feel a little more geared toward an upscale traveler. Maybe that's why I like it, but that's not, not, those aren't the only reasons that I like it because you can still find these really nice quiet places where there aren't a lot of other people and it's not a brand new hotel on top of a rice field. You can still find these, you know, places where well you can the, get away it's from local it all. you can get away from it all and it is pretty neat especially when you're in abud that you can get away and we did this exact thing we got lost we we were on this hour and a half long scooter ride to this kind of like golden temple thing up on the water and then on the way back we got way lost and we're going through towns that Certainly, no tourists had gone through in in a or don't usually go through, and probably hadn't gone through in a while because people were staring at us like, "What are they doing out here?" <laughs> um, so it is easy to get out, out away from it all. I just prefer the the backpackery vibe, and uh, Thailand we've gotten away from it all a little bit too. Um, there are more islands than just you know. Again, we're talking about a whole country of Thailand versus one island of Bali, but you go to Koh Phi, Phi you go to Koh Lanta. A little bit more touristy. You go, go to, to Copenhagen. Copenhagen. You know, it's all party central. But then you go off on some of these other islands and they're very secluded. They're, again, you, not that you have the whole island yourself, but essentially, even in Kolanta, if you go for far south, you can have almost whole beaches to yourself. And that's one of the more popular islands. So you could get away from it all on either of them. I just think I like the vibe of Thailand a little better. I also find Thailand, and maybe because this is, because I've spent a little more time there, I find Thailand to be a little easier to get around. I don't know if that's exactly true, but in my mind, if you drop me off in Thailand, I would have no problem going anywhere I wanted. I would could get to Bangkok from wherever I was. I get up to Chiang Mai. I could get to any of the islands. I feel more comfortable and I feel like it might be a little more accessible and easy to get around than Bali. I guess. I mean, because it's bigger, you can take flights to places and there are buses because it's a whole country. Whereas Bali is much smaller. So it's more that you're taking taxis everywhere. I don't know that there is any type of public transportation, you know, from the beaches to Ubud. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there is now. Again, we haven't been there in three years, but typically you just take it, you pay, you just grab a taxi and they'll be happy to drive you. It's less than two hours up to Ubud. And then as far as getting around the rest of Bali, I mean, everybody uses scooters, which is so fun. If you have children, you might need a, a car, obviously, but that's one of my favorite things to do is to scoot around. I think it's so much fun, but I mean, I guess, yeah, Thailand has different types of transportation. So I guess that makes it feel more accessible. Plus, we've been to Thailand yep. a few more times than Bali. Yep. 
So we've done more exploring in Thailand. But one thing that Bali has that Thailand doesn't. Oh. In my opinion. Oh, is, in your opinion. In my opinion. Well, I think this is true, but I mean, I haven't been to every place in Thailand. Sure. I haven't been to every market. But in Bali, the shopping is just my favorite because I love all of their arts and crafts. And even in Ubud, they have an art gallery and they just have this more... I guess artist vibe where there's a lot of creative people and that you have beautiful clothes and you have beautiful textiles and baskets and like we have a tent in our living room, like a Balinese tent that we have for wit and that we bought in Bali. And I just feel as though Thailand doesn't have as much as this natural creativity where you know you go to their markets and I'm pretty sure that they're getting these really cheap little tchotchke things from China and then just selling them at their markets. So you don't feel as though you can find this authentic, you know, like the woodworking. And I just love the style of the creative artists in Bali way more than I do in Thailand. I don't think that's really a thing in Thailand. I'm not saying that there aren't artists in Thailand, but Bali is known for... It's a creative hub. That creative hub. scene. And by local people and I guess by other people who come and open shops there. But you can find a lot of great local creativity. And I just like the style so much. Yeah, and I think that kind of harkens back to the vibe that we were getting to before of this. Again, I, I, I like upper class doesn't isn't really what I'm trying to get to. But this a little more cultured vibe or at least perceived cultural vibe of Bali and especially in Ubud where you go and it is it is the people who are there for the yoga retreats and all that kind of stuff and that certainly plays into it is the idea that they do have a lot of these boutique shops and all this stuff that you can buy textiles and fabrics and again artistic creative stuff that we haven't really seen in Thailand so for me it's not that I don't like that. I just don't put as much emphasis on it as you do have. Because for me, I'd rather have, hey, nice beach, cool beach, you know, this type of vibe. Oh, there's a there's a great restaurant here. Let's hop on the scooters. You know, I feel like I've there's more to do in Thailand and and especially even when we're talking island to island, I feel like there might be there might be more to do in Thailand, like the pace might be a little faster than in Bali where it's a little slower and it's a little more take your time and relaxed. And again, Thailand can be as relaxing as you want it to be. We spent a full week on Koh Lanta with Travis' parents and all we did was relax. And it was magical. I will say that. So so it obviously you can get that, but just as an overall general feeling, I feel like Thailand might have more to do and again that's you know when we talk about going to waterfalls so and and a lot of this is we spent the most time in Chiang Mai in northern Thailand and that's kind of helping me make my uh, perceived notions of of the country as well is the fact that up there you get on a scooter and you're like all right we're going to the sticky waterfalls and the or the spider-man waterfalls whatever you want to call them and they're these crazy waterfalls you hop on a scooter you go from 
about an hour on a scooter ride and you go and you can climb up the cliffs, the sides of these waterfalls because something in the rock makes them basically sticky and you feel like Spider-Man. So I feel like we've Those done are very cool. more. Those waterfalls are very cool. We've done more things like that in Thailand where you're getting on a scooter and you're going for an hour and you're going and exploring and adventuring than we have in Bali. And when we were in Bali, we did hop on the scooter and we went and we sought out some very cool temples that were totally off the beaten path and very cool. But we didn't do any waterfalls and we haven't done any of the have these awesome bike trips where you go with a group and you go up to like one of the volcanoes and then you bike down. And that sounds like, you know, some more of the adventure sports in Bali that we have never done, but are there. So we never experienced them. And then maybe you would feel like as though there are more kind of cooler things to do. But when we go, we've always spent our time, you know, either working or just relaxing. And so I feel that even though I love Thailand, the fact that I like the culture and the the shopping vibes of Bali more. And I also like that you can find other food. Whereas in Thailand, yes, you can find Western food. But if you're in Thailand for a month, let's say, and I know not everyone's going to go to Thailand for a month. But if you do, you might get sick of eating Thai food every day. Right. And we're not talking about Bangkok because, of course, Bangkok, you can find yeah. anything you want there. But we're talking more and we've spent some time in Bangkok. But and, and I'm not even going to include Bangkok in why Thailand's better because that would be unfair to Bali. Because it doesn't have a major city. Yeah, we have. You know, we're not talking about Jakarta and we're not talking about all of Indonesia. So when I'm talking Thailand, in my in mind, I'm talking Bangkok, yeah. Chiang Mai and the islands. Um, you can get Western food. I would agree that maybe the Western food is a little more on point in Bali, or at least a little more, it's better and a little more varied, or at least a higher quality. But to me, the and and again, I'm saying this as someone who has been to the Warungs in Indonesia, in Bali, and have some of my favorite meals there, I still, still prefer Thai prefer food, thai food yeah. and I prefer that it's everywhere and that you can get it at any time, and it's you're walk- you're in Chiang Mai, and it's two a.m. and you and can get all a pad the street thai. markets are open, yeah. and you could crush a bowl of pad thai or a curry. And to me, just the ease of it, like Thailand, just seems it's so easy. easy. It is easy. It and is I easy. I love that, and I love that. And I mean, I do like that too. But again, I prefer Bali. This is a debate, and so I'm going to choose Bali for that, and the fact that. You know, it's the jungle aspect in Bali, too, where the terraced rice fields, you don't see that in Thailand. And there are so many epic hotels. I mean, we haven't really stayed at many of them, but the infinity pools looking out over the rice fields. I mean, you cannot compete with that. That is absolutely gorgeous. And one of my favorite hotels that we've stayed at, the Haven, which, you know, is not anything. Call it like a. a it's like a three or four. It's like a four star. Costs us like what seventy five to a hundred dollars a night yeah, in Bali. Yeah, it's it's not you know this dramatic place. It's not even on the beach. It's a few blocks from the beach. Although they do have a shuttle that will take you to the beach, and they have like beach chairs. And Waring Mara is right there. So right one there. Of our favorite places. Yeah, we're really, not going to get into a whole destination no, 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 diary no, no, no. on Bali. But you know that's one of the first hotels that we stayed at when we were backpacking, and I made Travis splurge for a nicer place 
place and it's so beautiful inside where the pools are and it just feels like you're in a rainforest but at the pool and I love that hotel and it's not even like the best, most expensive hotel in Bali. So I feel like you can find some pretty cool, unique, beautiful places in Bali that are affordable. You can also find, you know, these super luxury resorts that are hundreds of dollars a night. But I feel like you can find some pretty cool accommodations that are affordable. Whereas that that happens in Thailand too. But I don't have a special place in Thailand that I love as much as I do in Bali. Yeah, and I would say that for me, the reason that Thailand takes the cake over Bali, I like the food a little more, I like the beaches more, and I've spent more time there, so that's, again, um, you know, that plays into it, and as I'll go back to the vibe that I appreciate and enjoy, again, a little more, everything is, to me, a little better, is that backpacker vibe versus the more as we said eat pray love frou frou stop saying eat pray artistic, love stop saying that artistic and it's frou frou listen you can still backpack in bali i'm gonna throw that out there yeah, and i'm, I'm gonna say that the reason that i like bali more is because it's more artistic it's more creative i like the food scene even though i will attest that thai food is better and I like it more but I like the variety of food in Bali and I do like the beaches I mean the beach some of the beaches in Thailand are the most beautiful beaches in the world so I'm not going to say that the beaches are better but I like the proximity to the beach to Ubud and and the everything that encapsulates Bali and I guess yes I'm a little more frou-frou I'm a little more glam than trash I'm not saying it in a derogatory way when I say eat pray love and frou-frou I'm just trying to explain that it's Thailand seems a little grittier and a little more backpackery. Not that you can't backpacker through Bali and you yeah. certainly can. And, you know, it gets skeevy down in Kuta area. But as a whole, the experience we had there was this nice, yeah, a little bit more artistic, a little bit more upscale vibe. And I prefer the kind of gritty, hey, let's go do this. Well, it pretty much sums up our two personalities. There you go. There you go. So, so if you're more like Trav... And you can only choose one. Go to Thailand. If you're more like me, choose Bali. <laughs> and let us <laughs> Neither know. Neither one will disappoint. I hope. They're both fantastic places to visit. And if you're like, if you really like us, choose both. Yes. Because then you can make your own decision. And if you've been to both, let us know. Tweet us again. This is our throwdown showdown. So we want to know who won. Who won this debate, right? Was there a winner here? Is it Bali? Is it Heather in Bali? Is it Trav in Thailand? Who knows? Let us know. Give us uh, some feedback there. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts, at Heather Sherry. You can also reach out on Instagram. Same handles there, at Pack of Peanuts, at Heather Sherry. Let us know which you prefer, if you've been to both, or if you haven't been to either, which you would choose if you're only going to one. And we're making you pick. We had to pick, again, two of our favorite places in the world, but we had to pick. Sometimes yeah. you have to make those tough, tough decisions, guys. Those tough first world problem decisions <laughs> of Thailand or Bali. So let us know um, on Twitter, on Instagram. Don't forget, this is part of our Throwdown Showdown series. So last week, if you missed it, we did one of Portland, Oregon versus Vancouver, BC. And next week, we've got our third installment of the Throwdown Showdown, which is going to be Eastern Europe versus Western Europe. So we're taking, we're going from cities 
to to kind of countries and areas to now whole regions. regions. Whole regions. You and know, that's how we do. And we're going to debate We make Eastern, up our own rules. That's right. <laughs> Eastern versus Western Europe. That is going to be a really fun one. You are not going to want to miss that. And if you listen to this episode, you might have an inkling of who's going to take which side on there. But tune in next week because we're going to be doing that Throwdown Showdown series for Eastern versus Western Europe. And... If you guys are travelers, and you are, you're listening to this because you love travel, everything that we do with our businesses, Heath, revolves around helping people make their travel better, cheaper, you know, more authentic, this idea to have a better travel experience. And we have three other projects that we do that we think you guys will be interested. The first is our new app, Jetto. Yeah, maybe you're thinking that you can't afford to travel. Well, this app is for you. It's completely free to download. And basically what it does is sends you notifications when there are cheap flights out of the airports that you choose. So, you know, if you choose bigger airports, obviously there's going to be more flights coming in and out of those. But we're talking about under $300 to get from the US to your up. What are some other things that you've seen? Yeah, we just put one out. Uh, This came to my phone and this was right very apropos for when we were recording this podcast. New York to Bali for $480. Oh my gosh. Round trip. Yeah, and these are flights that's round trip and these are flights that come out and they're usually either mistakes or, or it's like a or just, just a, a super sale or a, for you know, a certain amount of time. It's only for right. these months. So and, or a price war, which we're not going to get into that. But airlines, you know, <laughs> fight each other essentially, just like we did on today's podcast. They're yeah, not as civil. You don't have to worry about all the minutia of this. You can just pick your airports, and then you get a notification right. when the flight comes up, and then you can just book your flight and go somewhere. Yeah, and these deals usually last a day or two. So the the idea behind the app is we get you the deal as quickly as possible, right when it comes out, so you can see it. And if it's a great deal and you want to do it, you can book it. That's Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can find that if you have an iPhone on the App Store. If you have an Android, you can find that on the Google Play Store. So you could pause this right now, download the app, totally free to download. Check it out. Um, We'd love your feedback on that and share it with anyone that you know. We're trying to get the word out and people love it so far. So that's the app, Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. Second, we've got a community that revolves around helping people build location-independent businesses. That means they can travel, live, and work anywhere that they want. We've got an an email newsletter that goes out. So the best thing that they should do, Hath, if they're looking to join this location-indie community, or at least looking into the idea of building a location-independent lifestyle in the future, maybe right now, maybe in a couple of years, hop on the email newsletter list. Yeah, absolutely. This is a community that we built, that Trav built with Jason from Zero to Travel because we wished we had a community when we wanted to start out and become entrepreneurs. So I just can't really say enough how special it is in this group of people that help support each other to live their dream lifestyles. It's so, pretty amazing. Yeah, check it out, locationindie.com. Again, the best thing to do there is just get on the email newsletter Just enter your email and we'll send you some cool resources and we'll let you know when the community opens. Third, we're starting a new podcast as if we don't have enough projects, but we got a lot of feedback from people and they were saying, hey, we want to know more like answer specific questions. We love the long form podcast that you guys do at the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, but we also have specific travel questions. So I will be doing it in a very short form format. 10 minutes only. 10 minutes or less where I answer a specific travel question, but that means I need your travel questions. So they can be general travel questions or they can be about miles and points and travel hacking. So you can uh, submit your question at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash ask 
ask ask or use the hashtag ask epop on twitter or send instagram me your, or instagram send us your questions that way because i need those questions so i can start recording those podcasts that podcast is coming out very soon in the next couple of weeks so keep an eye out for it. we'll be announcing when it launches and how to get that but essentially you're going to be able to listen to it however you're listening to this podcast it will be there as well as its own separate podcast thank you guys for listening let us know who won this throwdown showdown it Bali was me for sure or thailand <laughs> just kidding you made a very good case Thank you for the support, as always, that makes us the number one rated travel podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, happy free travels. I'll show you-